Welcome to Adulting 101, the weekly workshop-style podcast designed to guide and motivate millennials in all facets of their lives. You're listening to episode 25, How to Practice Optimism. Whether you're interested in learning how to manage your money, get healthy, or just live a happy and productive life, I've got it all here for you. While I can't confidently say I have it together 100% of the time, I'm happy to share my struggles along this journey. Adulting may be seemingly impossible at times, but it doesn't have to be that hard. So come along with me as I hope to inspire you to finally take control of your life. And if you're not already, please feel free to check out my website, daniellodoesadult.com, and follow me on Instagram, at daniellodoesadult. Without further ado, I'm super excited to have you here today, so let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and happy Monday, although I'm sure a lot of you are not listening to this on Monday, so welcome anyway. I am so excited that this is the 25th episode. I can't believe that I have created that many. Um, Sometimes coming up with content can be a struggle, not going to lie, but here we are. So this week we are here to talk about the importance of positivity and how you can incorporate practicing optimism into your life and just the benefits of being a more positive person. So to start things off, I have a quick question for you, and it's incredibly cliche, and that is, is your glass half empty or is your glass half full? Perhaps that is one of the most cliche questions I could have possibly asked. However, the answer that you have to that question is typically indicative of your greater outlook on your own life. So which is it? Studies have shown that both pessimism and optimism are linked to opposite ends of the health and well-being spectrum, wherein negative thoughts are going to lead to more negative outcomes, positive thinking is typically linked to better health, better productivity, and an overall better quality of life. Now, back in June, I discussed the challenges a lot of people face with finding happiness in their life, and I gave you some strategies on how to find that happiness in your own life. So if you'd like to go back and listen to those episodes, that's back when I was doing two a week. So we have episode 13, how to find your own happiness, and then episode 14, which was the Friday follow-up. So you can go ahead and check those out if you're looking for a few tips on how to find happiness in your own life. This week, however, I just want to share with you my top five tips to encourage a more optimistic perspective in your day-to-day life. So not necessarily how to find happiness, but how to be an overall more positive person. And as always, if you like what I had to say, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps the podcast out, so I would appreciate that. So I'm just going to jump right in. The first tip I have is to learn how to guide your energy. So guiding energy was actually something I discussed in July. So that was episode number 18, how to use flow to get the results you want. And that's sort of based on the idea of law of attraction. So again, if that's something you'd like to learn about, you can go back and listen to that episode. So that's episode 18. The idea basically is that our thoughts are all operating at a certain frequency or vibration level and whatever we emit out into the universe is what we are going to receive back into our lives. Many philosophers, Aristotle, Buddha, like so many people over time have theorized that how you think is going to create the energy you see in your life long term. So long story short, If you put out negative energy, that's going to attract negative results. So I want you to use the power of positive thinking to guide your energy towards yielding more positive results in your day-to-day life. 
The next tip I have is to stop any negative self-talk you have going on in your head. What is self-talk, you ask? Well, it's basically the ongoing stream of unspoken conversation that you have with yourself throughout your day. So it's always running through your head. These conversations can be positive, but more often than not, they can also be very negative. Negative self-talk can not only negatively impact your mood, but it can also impact your perspective. So what I'm saying by that is that if you have a lot of negative thoughts in your head and something bad happens, you're most likely going to blow that up into something much larger than it actually is, or you might even start creating problems in your life, in your head that is where they don't even actually exist in the real world. So the more positive self-talk you practice, the more positive your perspective becomes. Now you're probably sitting there thinking, okay, that's great, Danielle. I would love to talk to myself more positively, but how am I gonna do that? So I have three quick little tidbits you can use if this is something you struggle with. So first, I want you to sit down and think about, um, sort of figure out what the areas are that you typically approach the most negatively. So is that your workplace? Is it a relationship that you have in your life? Um, stuff like that. And I want you to focus now, instead of the things you don't like about the, those situations, focus more on what the positive attributes are that they have. So whenever you find your mind sort of drifting towards the negative, try and spin it towards the positive in regards to that specific aspect of your life. Second, similar to this, I want you to check in periodically with yourself throughout the day to ensure that your thoughts are actually positive. So you might be going about your day and you woke up in the morning and you decided today I'm going to be more positive, but it is very, very easy to slip back into old habits. So I want you to stop maybe once every hour, once every two hours and think to yourself, okay, what was it that I was just thinking? Was that a positive thought? Was that a negative thought? If it's positive, great. But if it's not, I want you to focus again on flipping that to a more positive perspective. So it's definitely a conscious effort that you have to make. Third, I want you to stop saying anything to yourself that you would not say to another person. When negative thoughts about yourself enter your mind, I want you to remind yourself about all the thousands of things you are amazing at. And don't sit here and think, I'm not good at anything. Everyone has their talents and I want you to live in those positive attributes. So we have guiding your energy, stopping the negative self-talk, and third, we have creating a vision. Visualization and the power of the mind is the secret behind all success. Studies have shown that visualization is one of the most powerful techniques to achieving what you want in life. Before you are able to believe in a goal, you must have an idea of what it's going to look like when you achieve it. This is where visions come into play. Where is it that you want to be? What is it that you want to feel when you get there? Through visualizing your potential future, you're going to become more motivated and more prepared to make the moves you need towards achieving that goal. This tactic is not a gimmick, I promise you. Rather, it is a performance-enhancing technique that, when executed properly, can yield excellent results. Choose to focus on the outcomes of your goals, and the results will expand into the rest of your life, I swear. Okay. That's it for creating a vision. Number four, we have seek inspiration. Inspiration is in abundance these days. You can watch a movie. You can read a book. You can listen to a podcast. You can watch a video on YouTube. Find whatever it is that works for you. Seek any resource that's going to reaffirm the vision for your life that you have created and incorporate it into your regular routine. So maybe when you're driving to 
work, maybe when you're on your lunch break, maybe when you're at the gym on the treadmill. Find the time to read or watch or listen to those inspirational things in order to make your vision more concrete. By watching and listening to others who have succeeded in the areas you wish to as well, the idea that you too can succeed in that same area is going to become reaffirmed within you. Last, I want you to focus on resiliency. Optimism does not mean that you have to act oblivious and ignore life's unpleasant situations. We're not sitting here in some fantasy world thinking that nothing bad is ever going to happen. It simply means that when you're faced with misfortune, you actively choose to approach it in a productive and positive way. Positive people develop a mental capacity that allows them to adapt with ease during adversity. Focus your energy on being adaptable. Focus your energy on being accepting of these unfortunate situations. And focus your energy on being grateful for all of these difficulties. Learn to cope with the realities and challenges of life. Trusting that things will eventually work out. They will. I can tell you that for sure. Optimism through adversity will certainly yield more pleasurable results than the alternative. Optimism just feels better. That's it. That's all. Those are my five tips. Of course, as always, I would love it if you could follow me on Instagram. That's at Danielle Does Adult. The show notes for this episode will go live on Friday morning at my website, DanielleDoesAdult.com. And you can follow me on Snapchat or Twitter at Danielle Ryan. That's Danielle with two A's. And like I said before, if you like the content of this episode, please leave me a review on iTunes. I would really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much. And I hope you all have a great week. I will talk to you again next Monday.